Hello and welcome to the First and Ten podcast. We are back. There's just one game left, Dave. I'm Ross, of course, and with me is Dave. Um, you're in the Super Bowl again, Dave. I know. <laughs> Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> all, all I wanted was just one more Super Bowl out of them, out of uh, the gang. But uh, That's yeah, exactly what you got? Yeah, just just one more. And uh, yeah, if we could win one more, it'd just be amazing, wouldn't it? But I don't know. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, very exciting. A couple of weeks now because it's it's not the same when uh, when your team's not in it. Like even though it's still great to watch the Super Bowl, yeah, it's still uh, it's not quite the same. No, it doesn't feel the same if your team's not there. Uh, we'll get into our Super Bowl preview probably next week. Uh, we'll talk about the championship games in a bit. We've got our big preview of the uh, Pro Bowl to come up, obviously. That's what the majority of the show is going to be about. Um, and we'll also answer a couple of your questions that you sent in as well. All right, well, we'll start with the first of the championship games, the LA Rams and the New Orleans Saints. This was a pretty back-and-forth game. I think both teams' defences showed up more than the offences. Um, and then the refs showed up and decided it wanted to make it all about them, didn't they? Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was. I think. I think the game's going to be remembered for that big missed uh, pass interference call. But yeah, and the Saints should have killed this game off about two hours before then. Yes, the Rams would. They didn't look up for it at all, did they? They looked nervous. No. I think more than anything. And the Saints just couldn't score a touchdown in that first half, could they? It was lots of just settling for field goals and mm. sort of come back to bite them in the end. I think at half time, I think um, Johnny Hecker had about 50 yards less than um, Jared Goff passing wise. That's kind of, yeah. and Todd Gurley had three rushes for four yards at half time. CJ Anderson had about 50 yards. It was a really weird game for the Rams. But yeah, down 13 nothing after the first quarter. They came back with 10 points in the second. And then it was all about really what team could put it away. And it, I feel really bad for the Saints because of that misplay. That was one of the most egregious misplays I've seen all season, miscalls. I, I, I don't understand how the ref hasn't called that. He stood right there. Oh, yeah. It's, it was ridiculous, really. And like I, you always hear this thing about like, all the pundits and it, all these people say, oh, we should let them play and all this stuff in the playoffs. But you've still got to make the calls. You can't just let them, <laughs> yeah, let them, them just do whatever them. Like, they that's, want. That's fine. But that was but, obvious. Yeah. and I mean... Yeah, it was a. Uh, there's, there's just nothing. There's no way you can defend it, is there? There's no. No. Yeah, it was just terrible. But I mean, I think weirdly, from Sean Payton's point of view, I think it's almost uh, covered up the fact that he might have t- did a terrible job of that last couple of minutes there. Mm. Once they hit that deep pass, then kneeling three win, times. And, yeah, kneeling three times and kicking the and uh, kicking the field goal was better than what they yeah. did and. It, it would have been you an easy have... field goal from there for Bull Lutz, who's got a good leg. It would have been fairly easy from what, yeah. maybe 25, 30 yards? Simply. Yeah, and you, you can't leave that much time on on the clock for the Rams at that stage and no. leave them with one or two timeouts, whatever it was in the end. But they should have had no timeouts and about a minute to go the whole length of the field and score to to win it. But yeah, uh, yeah it was a dreadful call. And yeah, there's, there's, there's no getting around that, but... I mean, it, 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 did, did. it did work both ways. They missed a really obvious uh, face mask call on uh, Jared Goff as well, didn't they? In the first half, I think it was. Yeah, there was there were some bad ones, and there was one when the Saints defender thought he was Yoko Suma from back <laughs> in the day, and so the band's eye drop or whatever he yeah. did, and so there were things like that. That it was, just, it was the whole weekend or the whole day was just full of 
referees' mistakes and missed calls and. It's a shame that that's kind of what we've taken away from this whole weekend. Is it, it, It's not about the two teams that are going to the Super Bowl, really. It's about the refs and all eyes are going to be on them in the Super Bowl. Well, especially when it was two overtime games, it should have been two really, sort of, it's two really close, exciting games and you talk about the refs after. It's not great, but mm. I mean, I've seen lots of people saying that it should be reviewable and all that side of things, but I mean, I think you just open yourself up to more problems then as well because... I mean, yeah. it's not black and white pass interference and you're just going to end up the same thing we've had with the catch rule for all these years now that, I mean, who knows what it really is because, I mean, it isn't isn't always clear, is it, pass interference? It could be quite a... No, not at all. It could be a, yeah, a subjective quick thing. grab of the hand um, as they're running down the side or it could be as blatant as it was in the, the championship game. It's they're, they're both pass interference, but one's more obvious than the other and yeah. down to human error and this was just a huge mistake by the ref yeah I don't I still don't know how they managed to make it but no. yeah I mean I still think the Saints absolutely blew the game yes. regardless of that I think that's going to be the story and it's sort of lucky for them in a lot of ways that that is going to be the story because I think Peyton and all the coaching staff should probably be getting uh, slagged off a lot for that game because it yeah, should have been put to bed the first half shouldn't it they yeah. had so many opportunities. The Rams, they just didn't know what to do. They were fumbling, they were throwing picks. It was it was just a really sloppy game for them in the first half. And the Saints had their chance there to put them away and just didn't take it. Yeah, and it, it really could have been over in the first quarter with that, mm. with the Goff interception. And look, I saw lots of people saying the turning point was the um, the fake feel, uh, the fake punt. Sorry. Yeah. But even after that drive, it was still thirteen three. I think it wasn't like yeah. they've got a, got a touchdown off the back of that. It was still only a field goal. But it was just yeah, the, it was a weird game from the Saints. Like Michael Thomas wasn't really that sort of same Michael Thomas who's been all year, was he? They managed to sort of shut him down. Yeah, he and, did, yeah, four catches for thirty six yards. Alvin Kamara led the way with eleven receptions. But he couldn't really do much on the ground, could he? There was no, fifteen was, yards on the ground. Yeah, it was uh, both. Yeah, I mean, weird both game. Of defenses really turned up, didn't they? And they they're kind of the stars of the show. Brandon Cooks just topped a hundred yards on seven receptions, but again, CJ Anderson and Todd Gurley combined for fifty yards on the ground. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't great. And well, say good performances from the defense, but I mean that I know, I know the Rams secondary got to lead back, and they're a different team when he's there, but. I mean, Drew Brees was supposedly one of the top two candidates for MVP this year, and I don't think that's unfair. But no, I mean, look at what Mahomes did to the Patriots. I know they end up losing, but I mean, if that's what you want from your MVP quarterback, isn't it? Dragging your team back into it, and yeah, massively. I think Brees in the second half almost did the opposite. I think he went a bit into his shell. I don't. Mm. I don't know if that's on him, whether that's on Peyton on the play calling, but yeah. I know that last drive we brought that past again, but I mean that was a dreadful play. That was a dreadful play by the defender, wasn't it? He, yeah. He, he could have done about hundred things there, and uh, he could have broken up that pass. He could have picked it off if he uh, <laughs> if he actually made a play on it. But yeah, it was. You know it was what Tedkins going to do? That's his game. Yeah, and say Breeze underthrew the pass really, didn't he? I mean, mm. you had to sort of adjust and go back to get it, but. Yeah, I think Saints will look back at this at one as a real, real missed opportunity because I think the Rams were there for the taking. Yeah, massively. But the Rams win and in overtime, um, Greg the leg, automatic as they come in the NFL these days. 26-23, the final score. Rams move on to the Super Bowl. They're going to play in their throwback uniforms, I saw today. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised at that. I'm surprised they've let I'm... them do that. 
Well, I feel like I'm one of the few that isn't that big of a fan of their uniforms. I feel like everyone's, everyone says how pretty they are and stuff, but yeah, not for me. They don't have not, a matching helmet, so it just looks stupid. Yeah, it looks a bit weird. And <laughs> I, don't know if they'll, I don't know if they'll do something special for the Super Bowl and change them helmets, but yeah, it seems a weird one because, yeah, I don't know. But mm. I guess it's the traditional thing of theirs, isn't it, going back? But Yeah, probably. Um, the other team in that Super Bowl will be the New England Patriots, and they'll be wearing their all whites or their whites uniform, which is. A, I like yeah, them like nice. wear the whites. Yeah, it looks pretty. Yeah. It looks a very uh, sleek and professional uniform, that one. Um, this was almost a Brady masterclass again. It, it, playoff Tom Brady is just an absolute different animal. It, uh, the the defence gave up 24 points in the fourth quarter, which made it really close and took the game to overtime, but I thought Brady was just superb again in this. Yeah, he was, and I don't. I don't think the stats necessarily show out just how good he was. No, because like I honestly think we like the coach. The coach in the second half of the Patriots wasn't wasn't great. I think first half was one of the best coaching jobs I've seen in a long time, and then the second half was almost equally as bad. Like I think we end yeah. up we end up pulling it out, but there were so many mistakes there and weird adjustments. But yeah, in the end, with Brady and yeah, I thought we'd blown it so many times, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, he was superb, and I, I think the sort of theory about well, one about him having the injury, I've been that yeah. sort of shown that that probably was true, and also that um, they're just taking it easy for the regular season. They're yeah. doing what all these basketball teams do, where exactly, yeah. I mean, they're the regular improving. season doesn't really count. Yeah, just get just get us there, and then we'll chuck to Gronk three, four times in the first <laughs> quarter to show that you know he is still he is still Gronk, and when it really mattered, they still turned to him, didn't they? In that pass yeah. on the sideline. Yeah, six yeah. catches for 79 yards for Gronk. Only Edelman had more, seven for 96. Sonny Michel, 29 carries for 113 yards and two more touchdowns. He's he's really showed up in the playoffs as well. Yeah, most of them yards come in the first half. Mm. So that's one of the things I thought they made a mistake because he was clearly knackered in that second half. And yeah. They kept just giving it to him on first down and just putting ourselves into difficult situations. But... Yeah, it worked out in the end, and I mean, yeah, it's it, been fantastic. The tactic worked. You run the ball a lot on the Chiefs. They can't get on the field to score. They can't run up the yeah. score on you. They don't score in the first half because they're hardly on the field. But then, yeah, they 24 points in the fourth by them. A very mature second-half performance from Patrick Mahomes. And he only completed 16 passes. Um, but I think that was more just down to the fact that they just weren't on the field more than anything, really. Because yeah. I, thought, I thought he... For me, like I've sort of had a, not doubts over Mahomes, but sort of maybe think, oh, maybe he's not quite as good. But so I think watching that game, I think I think he is a superstar. I think he's going to be, yeah, maybe the quarterback <laughs> over the next decade or two. Maybe like there's a couple of us in there, but so I thought, yeah, they held him in the first half, but that was more just down to the game plan and yeah, yeah. I think he, it's a couple of bad sacks. I think there was a one big criticism I'd have of him he took a couple of sacks where he killed the team like 14 15 yard sacks but yeah I thought I thought it was superb Mahomes I think that's I don't... more than you, more down to youth isn't it and an experience at this level in this kind of situation yeah. that he's trying to make stuff happen sometimes you just got to get rid of it yeah and then the day that's just part of it a bit like Russell Wilson isn't it? I mean sometimes he takes some bad sacks but yeah. Stop for every bad sack he takes just for every bad sack he takes he's going to pull off some miraculous play isn't he and yeah you, I, mean, you take I think if you want that side, yeah if you want that side of him I think you've got to live with the fact that there's going to be some bad ones in there isn't there you look at the other side of the ball Brady was not was he touched by the defence I can't they didn't get any um, sacks I can't remember just them getting to him at all 
I think there was one when the defender pushed the lineman into him, and that was about it, really. Yeah. And obviously the big one, obviously the big one where uh, the penalty. Is that O line of the Patriots kind of underrated? Because it's it's not made up of there's no stars there. Like Trent Brown's bounced around the league. He's been at the Niners and now he's there, and the rest of the guys. There's no kind of superstar name, is there? But they're just very good at what they do. Yeah, and I think I think they're another one. I think they're a big reason of or a big part of sort of the regular season not looking that great because I don't think through the season they played all that well a lot of the time. I think Brady was under pressure a lot during that regular season. and Like I say, if you've got an yeah. injury, you can't escape when there is pressure. Yeah, and yeah, it's, uh, yeah they were superb, weren't they? Mm. And... O-line and D-line. That D-line's really, really stepped up this year. Um, wasn't kind of one of the weaker units in the league coming into the season, but they've really shown up and been really, really good. Some people are going to get paid some decent money, I think, on that defence. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's some uh, some good players in there, and just having Hightower through yeah. the season sort of made a difference. He's such a good player, and I mean that's been the thing. He hasn't really been on the field enough. That's uh, no issue. We paid him the money. We paid him the money, and he's not really been on the field enough to really make an impact. But yeah, yeah, I, I love this. Thing. It was thirty-one all at full time, and then Patriots win the toss, and Brady. Shows you how it's done. 13 play drive, 75 yards, two yard touchdown to Rex Burkhead. It was, Game over. It was almost exactly the same as that Super Bowl one against the um, Falcons, wasn't it? Just, yeah. But three, well, the, that's a final drive in the regulation one, that the three third and 10 plays. and mm. 20 yards yeah, the on Chiefs, third and 10, 15 yards on the, third and 10. Yeah, it was, it was such a good performance. And say so that overtime, again, another one where. People would be calling for the rules to be changed, but I mean, if the if the Patriots had uh, were the team that had suffered from it, I don't think there'd be as many calls with there because you know. <laughs> no, exactly. I think I think it's more about the people wanting the Patriots to lose, and yeah, I mean that is. It sounds like it's just some. Well, I'm not even, how can I be bitter? But you know what I mean. It's just me whinging about the Pats. But I think it is the case that if it was the other way around, I don't think people would have been so outraged that the Patriots got knocked out that way. Oh no, no, I totally agree. It's. It... It's the it's just it's the Patriots thing, isn't it? Like it, yeah. you can't give them any credit, even though they're, they're what the, the greatest franchise there's been for the last twenty years. It's yeah, it seems almost goes to actually give them some credit for what they do now. But yeah, they make it to another one. We'll go into our big preview probably next week after we get over the excitement yeah. of the Pro Bowl. When you're going to need a week to recover from that. <laughs> but the Rams and New England make it to the playoff uh, to the Super Bowl. It's it's going to be a good one, I think. I mean, Brady's first Super Bowl, well, wasn't it? What, I am I'm torn on this. Like, you hate the Rams, come on. I do. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I've seen a lot of Seahawks Twitter this week and Seahawks Facebook saying, "Oh, I'm not watching the game. I don't care who wins. I don't like either of these teams." I hate the Rams. I really, really hate the Rams. I don't hate the Patriots. They they made a great play in the Super Bowl to win the game. That's fine. Um, sure, there's been some cheating stuff, but I'm a Leeds fan. I can't talk about Spygate anymore. I can't hold my head up high on it anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> it's they just win, and I really really hope they put the Rams in their place in the Super Bowl. Obviously, I, I agree with that completely. <laughs> I, I think next week I'm going to come up with the Seahawks Broncos. Then I'm, I'm going to love that. <laughs> I think next week I'm going to come up with some sort of uh, like. 10 reasons you should support the Pats over the Rams or something. <laughs> Let's do it, yeah, because a lot of people are going to be Rams fans. I saw a, a yeah. picture someone had knocked up of like the who the country's supported and it's all Rams apart from in Boston where it's the uh, 
Patriots and then over in Seattle it's just like a, a, a meteor hitting Seattle. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to work on some yeah. Saint, uh, Seahawks fans this week try to turn them over to our uh, the, the Patriots side of the ball here because I mean it's the Rams. I, I honestly don't. I honestly don't care if it's one of them. Like everyone's rooting for the Rams because sometimes it makes, it makes it more fun in a lot of ways if you're the one that everyone hates. That's what I felt the when, re- when we played the Broncos. Everyone was wanting the Broncos to win because they had the best offense and they were scoring points for fun. And then it, it it obviously motivated the team to just go out and shut Peyton Manning yeah. down and score loads of points ourselves. Yeah, it's nice being that side of it sometimes. And obviously, yeah. as a Patriots fan, I've got used to. Uh, Used to teams rooting for the other side, so it's all right. I don't mind too much. I think this is maybe the biggest case of that there has, there has been. The LA Rams seem to be the team, don't they, at the minute, that the, the media are the behind, that the LA boys are the the NFL it's, it's, is moving to their building. I mean, that's suspect, I think. It's a, it's a bit like rooting in, like, if you're like watching WWE and you root for, like, the uh, Vince McMahon's guy or something, isn't it? This? <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is, uh, yeah, it's not great. It's but, you know, that. Win. that Exactly, it's it's disgraceful. But it's weird how quickly people have forgotten they moved like a few years ago and hmm. ripped a team from another city and all that. Like, yeah, these poor St. Louis people. Yeah, it's they sort of other teams have sort of seemed to suffer more from that, but the Rams, I guess, because they're going back to LA is probably part of the reason. But yeah, yeah it is one of the things that people seem like other teams seem to get a lot of uh, criticism more. Not to say criticism, but you know what I mean people rooting against them because of yeah. that like i'm sure the raiders will have it and well the chargers will almost definitely do don't they mm. people still be in san diego but yeah that's that, that's reason number two got a couple there <laughs> you've got a week to make it up easily you've already got two yeah um let's hear a little bit of news then before we get into our questions uh, did you see this eagles thing this week uh, the carson wentz slam report that's come out i didn't see that no yeah there's been some thoughts that wentz is kind of not 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 liked in the locker room and there's there's people there on the staff that aren't Wentz guys but they've come out and said that I think Doug Peterson said that Wentz is the guy going forward isn't he and they're going to let Foles test the market so I, all is not well I in think, Philly I think it makes some sense just because of how like how much they get behind Foles almost yeah the, if that was if Wentz was some I'm not saying like they hate or anything but if he was like really liked I'm not sure you have quite as much of a reaction over Foles, like the hmm. was it Chris Long had the shrine to him and yeah. all that sort of thing. Like you, I don't think you'd see that if it was um, if Wentz was perhaps more liked or sort of yeah. the favourite. Where if, it seems like Foles is like the team's choice, isn't it, and the fans' choice as well. Yeah, I mean Zach Ertz, Lane Johnson, and Fletcher, Fletcher Cox have all come out tweeting support of Carson Wentz this week, and it just strikes me as a little bit like. They've been told go and go and tweet this, go and say we support yeah. this guy because he is our guy going forward. So, yeah, so a bit like that vote of confidence for a manager in football, <laughs> isn't it? And... <laughs> Troubling times. Yeah. <laughs> um, London games have been announced. We've got four again. Yeah. Some some good ones, I think, as well. Yeah, I think. It's I think for me games. that. Yeah, my my first reaction was like, I can't believe we haven't got the Packers because. It seems set up for it with them yeah, playing the Chargers. Yeah, a Packers fan who is livid that they are not coming over this year. <laughs> because for me, if it's not this year, then yeah. when is it going to be? Because over, yeah. you've got they're playing the Chargers on the road in a what thirty thousand stadium is it? Stubhub, something <laughs> yeah. like that. Where the excuse is always that teams don't want to give up the Packers game because their fans travel well and their sat games sell out easily and <laughs> all that stuff. 
Well, what difference does it make if you've got a 30,000 stadium? Yeah, exactly. And, and your fans don't turn yeah. up anyway. Yeah, it's a weird one. But, yeah, taking putting that aside, yeah, we've got some good games. And so, I think especially the two divisional games have got a chance to be really good games, good even games this time next year. Easy. It could yeah. be that way. So we've got the Panthers at the Bucks, uh, the Bears uh, at the Raiders, the Bengals at the Rams, and Texans at the Jags. Obviously, the Jags are here again. Yeah, those two divisional games, uh, I think, are the, the two tastiest ones. The Bears at Oakland Raiders is an, is an interesting one for me because I'm expecting a lot of change in, at Oakland this yeah, year. Yeah, I think, I think that's the thing. Like Right now, it doesn't seem that great, but mm. I think by next year, it could be very different. Say they sign Bell, as we've speculated they might do, and yeah. a couple of other players, plus start the first-round pick, or, or they pick him three or four or whatever they are. Yeah, well up there, yeah, a couple of picks. Yeah, there. things will look... Things could look really different, couldn't they? And I don't know. That could be a very different team. And I looked off Gruden most of the season. But I think towards the end of the season, he did get them playing. Yeah. They were at least trying, weren't they? Which was, <laughs> yeah. It's not always the case with teams in that sort of situation. Well, um, when they came to London last year, they did not try. No. They <laughs> they were appalling. Yeah. They, yeah. I'm, I'm a bit surprised they have come back because of that. They were. Maybe it was such a bad experience for them, I think. But. Yeah, and maybe it's just one of them because of the situation with the stadium next year. They're just well, yeah. hoping to get it out of seven games that they need to sort out. It's but... an easy home game to sort out, isn't it? Let's go and play at Wembley. Yeah. Um, the Panthers at Bucks. Lots of changes at the Bucks, and the Panthers could could be without Cam Newton for the year. Well, yeah, it's so definitely talk of that. So yeah, I think there's always talk like that this sort of time. Anytime someone's got some sort of injury, it's always yeah. that it could be next season, but. I mean, yeah, if they're without Cam, then well, that's not quite as exciting a prospect, is it? But No, um, this, this was a question from uh, Royal Riot UK, who is, of course, a friend of the show. Um, what's your pick of the London <laughs> games that were announced yesterday? I think that that's probably the pick of the games, isn't it? I, I think so. I'm assuming so. Cam will be there. Yeah, I, I would assume he would, and I'm, I'm already sort of leaning towards Winston having a big bounce back here. Yeah. Because I, I still like Winston. I've liked him ever since he's been in the league. There's something about him that I don't know. I enjoy him playing. And I think Winston with Arians is a is a, is a nice mix. Yeah, I, I think he's a good coach for him. I think I said when we talked about the hire that if anyone can sort Winston out, I think it's him. I think yeah. he's a really good head coach for him. So yeah, I think that one could be really exciting. He'll be that, in a contract that, year as well, won't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We plan on his uh, fifth year option. I think they're picking that up, aren't they? And, yeah, so he's going to need to put some something on tape if he wants to get a new contract there or get a starting job somewhere else. It's, it's going to be a really fun year, I think, for the Bucks. It's going to be a really high-flying offence. And that Panthers defence is going through a lot of changes. Probably yeah. And, not coming back. No, and I don't necessarily think that's a terrible thing. I think that defence does need a bit old. of a revamp. Yeah, because... It was, yeah, it's weird because they've got some good pieces, haven't they? But last year, that defence, or this year now, already already getting ahead of myself, but... <laughs> Yeah, this, this season, year, yeah. that yeah, that defense was uh, not good, <laughs> not good at all. Especially no. over that second half of the season, they yeah, were, they were dreadful. Really, yeah, and, yeah. That I think that is the pick. Although, who knows what the Jags are going to be? If we get the Jags of two years ago, then that Jags Texans game is massive, isn't it? Yeah, it could be a good one. And then the Bengals, no idea, no idea what the Bengals are going to be. Be good to see AJ Green I'm, in person. Yeah, because you don't know what the new coach is going to do, but it feels like the Bengals are heading towards being one of the worst teams of the league next yeah, year. Proper rebuild coming. Yeah, but 
I mean, they're not that much different of a team to what they have been when they've <laughs> had some good records. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe if you get Dalton playing well again and AJ Green and these mm. young receivers they've got out there, they can develop and after another year then. Yeah, I mean, maybe they can have a good offence. Yeah, they, they've got the pieces there to have a good offence, especially with some, a few good signings. So, it's not that they're not like definitely going to be terrible, but I mean, I think right now they're. I imagine they're near the bottom of the Super Bowl betting for next year. Yes, almost certainly. Yeah, There's so many changes there in a, a terrible season last year. Um, let's move on to some more questions from you guys then. Uh, from Cheap Heat at AFCCB ten seventy nine, have CJ Anderson and Damian Williams killed Le'Veon Bell's chances of a mega deal? Um, I, I honestly don't think it changes that much because I mean teams know that they can get a running back for not that that much money and he's going to they can yeah. get a running back to do a job but I think people are always forgetting just how good Bell was yes uh, like he was incredible and I think yeah I think people forget that like a year without seeing him play I think he's the best running people back forget in the league last year, last year. yeah and he was so amazing and such a good playmaker. He could make something out of nothing so often. And yeah, I think people have just, yeah, like wiped that from their memory. Yeah. And I think James Connor's finish this season perhaps helped him a little because I think lots of people were sort of saying that it had hurt him all season. But then Connor, I think he had a couple of like big fumbles and mm. a couple of not so great games at the end of the season that ended up costing the season a little. And I think that probably helps him. If, if Connor had hurt him in the first place, I think that helps him a little. Yeah, but, definitely. I think somebody was going to pay him. I think there'll be a few teams out there willing to pay him, and oh, yeah. I don't think it's going to make a lot of difference. I don't think he was going to get huge, huge money anyway, because teams don't don't like to pay for running backs these days. Because, like you say, you can get anyone really to do a, a serviceable job, like Damian Williams or uh, CJ Anderson. They'll come in and do a, a good enough job, but Bell gives you that bit more. He's a receiver yeah. and a running back. And if you want to be a run first team, then <clears throat> I mean, you need a you might as well pay a, a Le'Veon Bell. Aren't well, yeah. you? Uh, so, so imagine like the Bears went out and signed a like Le'Veon Bell or another top running back, whoever yeah. it might be. Then, I mean, that team's completely different, aren't they? Mm. With that defense, then a running back that you can rely on. All you got to do is just have Mitch Trubisky just making a few plays a game, and there's a hell of a different situation to what they're in now. Like I think Howard and Cohen are all right, but. I think either has been incredible, have they? But no, it's just you put an elite running back out in and there. didn't really do it this year. Yeah, and I'll, I'll, I'll always be on the side of the argument of you don't pay a running back and you don't draft one high. But in certain situations, it can it could be the right move to make. And yeah, I think yeah, I, I think he'll get paid. I, I I don't think it'll make too much difference. I th- I don't think he was going to get as much as some people thought he might do anyway, as you said just before. Mm. But I think he will still get a big contract, and yeah, yeah there'll, there'll be teams out there still willing to pay him because he is a difference maker. And yeah, even even along all the bad stuff that comes with Bell, you're still going to get, for my money, the best running back in the league who can perform at the top of the game in any situation. So you take a chance, you pay him, you pay him a lot of money. He's not still going to be as much as a receiver or a defensive end or anything like that. He's still he's going to be a a well-paid man, but maybe not huge, huge money. But he was never going to get that anyway. And I don't, I don't think a year off really hurts him too much because look at Marshall Lynch. He had a year off, and I think it helped him yeah. a lot. Like I mean, he come back for the Raiders, and 
I'm not sure he'd have been the same player if he had played through that season in between. So yeah, I don't think it's the worst thing for a running back. Probably one of the toughest positions, isn't it? They get they get battered. No, so I think having a having a year off to let your body recover and that sort of things, especially when you're not recovering from some big injury, to have that year off. Yeah, it might, it might be slanderous, but he's probably spent the year just smoking weed and going to the gym. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, which probably isn't the worst uh, worst thing for a running back. <laughs> no, no, he's going to be in tip top shape for whoever does sign him, and if the Raiders sign him, that gives them an immediate upgrade. Um, a question from Joe Collins one two three on Twitter. Um, after the Saints hilariously cheated out by the refs, do you think that would have given the Pats a better game than the Rams? So it might come back to haunt me, but I said before the Patriots and Chiefs even played that the two teams would be happy the Rams come out of that because yeah. I think there's more. Although they've got the running game, I think you take your chances on putting the game on Goff's shoulders and yes. just hope you can beat him. Where I think, although I do think Drew Brees has dropped off a bit of the second half of the season, I still think you're trusting more than Goff. Yeah, I'd like to, to have seen get it the, done. the the match up of Brady and Brady and. Breeze, just for like the you can you've got all these flash on quarterbacks, but it's still the old guys that are there in the Super Bowl. But yeah, it, it would worry me if I was a Rams fan that Todd Gurley got completely shut down and was reduced to almost being a third down back. And well, especially when it came out after the game that it wasn't through injury, it was actually no. a choice of theirs to do that. I know Anson's run well previously, last couple of weeks, but I mean, <laughs> it's a risky move. But then Jared Goff made some. He made a clutch throw right at the end of that game, didn't he? That little rollout that he did. Oh, yeah. I, I, don't get wrong. Really, I, really tight throw. I think Goff can make plays. and I think he can... I think he can do what they need him to do. I think he can... If they need him to make a play, I think he can do it. I'm not, I don't think he's going to do it like every time. He's not Yeah. He's not going to be like some of the other quarterbacks. So I think he's good enough, Goff. I think that's it with him. But I think you would take your chance. I if think he beats he's you, the then they just be... of a game manager. Yeah, and I think that's all they need. And I yeah. don't think that's really a big problem. But no. I mean, I thought there was. It's all been pro McVeigh this year, but I thought there was some worrying signs in that game. Mm. I think almost suffered a bit like, you know, you, you see like an inexperienced quarterback where they sort of go into their shell and yeah. do some, make some weird plays. I think he made some weird calls in that Saints game. Weirdly conservative for him, I would say. And yeah. I think that, I'd say maybe they'll sort that out by the Super Bowl, but. I mean, if he coached that same game again, I would uh, fancy fancy our chances in that one. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's the young, exciting mind, but he's going up against the master. So I will always pick Belichick to outcoach a man in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and say, I love McVay. I think he's fantastic. But yeah, I don't think it was... Uh, the. I, I think it was probably one of the worst games I've seen him coach in that Saints game. And mm. they sort of... I feel like the Rams just got away with it there. Uh, but... And maybe it means their, I don't know, like destiny that they're going to end up winning the whole thing. But yeah, I feel like they got away with one against that Saints, against the Saints there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and then we got a question on Facebook. Uh, it's a question from Craig Jones. If the Pats win the Super Bowl, what do you think the chances are of Gronk and Brady calling it quits? I think whatever the result. I, I don't think the result makes a lot of difference. Yeah. I, I think either way, Gronk. That it's quite probable that it, this is his last game. I think he's done. <laughs> well, I mean, I think he can still... I don't see any reason he couldn't come back next season or even the season after that and be what he's been this season. How old is where he? Where they bas- basically just don't use him much through the regular season and then just unleash him in a, when it really matters. Because even though he wasn't, he's not necessarily getting the numbers, but he's still 
such a big presence and makes such a difference to like the defensive game plan. Yeah, there's no reason he couldn't still be that. But I just not I'm not convinced that he would want to go through that again. Another year, another yeah, he's going to be thirty camp. in the off season. <laughs> Yeah, it, say it wouldn't stun me if he'd said one more year and then that's it or something. But maybe, maybe if maybe if he knows Brady's got one more year, then maybe they'll sort of see it out together yeah, or whatever. Together, yeah. yeah, but I, I think I would say it's it's better than or worse, whichever way you're looking at, it, than fifty fifty that he retires. Yeah. I would lean. I would say it's more probable that he retires than he plays next season. But I think Brady will be there next year, whatever the outcome, because. I don't think he would leave the Patriots unless there's a plan to take over from him. Yeah, which currently I don't think there is, is there? No, so I think I'd be stunned if they don't take a quarterback this year. Yeah, well, they, yeah, they With, have to, don't they? Yeah, because if not, it's just insane. Unless there's some plan there to trade for, I don't know, Garoppolo again or someone like that. <laughs> we'll trade for Andrew Luck and it will just be my dream scenario that we go from Brady to Luck, but I mean, obviously that's nothing. Imagine, but no. yeah, but um, people yeah. hate the Patriots now. Imagine if that. <laughs> but I, I couldn't see Brady leaving unless there's a succession plan, and well, I don't no, think right now there is. This is his declining season, and he's still in the Super Bowl, and his Instagram game is on fire at the minute. Have you seen him the last couple of yeah. nights? Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't. I, I saw people seem to have such a problem with that I one with him. And, yeah, like. I mean, it's, it wasn't even, it wasn't like, too, I, don't, I don't know what it was. Someone said about him being like fake, like fake smug or something. I saw someone put on uh, something like, how can you be a fake smug? Yeah, I, I, yeah I, didn't, I didn't get it, but. Um, He's having a great time. He's 41 yeah. years old, for Christ's sake. He's in another Super Bowl. Yeah. And, <laughs> and like, I, I know I slagged off Mayfield, but I feel like his stuff's very different. He's like actually slagging people off. Yeah. Brady's just having a bit of fun, isn't he? And yeah, I don't get, I don't really get the problem with that. No, not but, at all. I think you do. he's had a year of people doubting him, and it, this is just a comeback to it, isn't it? Like, yeah, I'm still here. I'm still the best in the league. You come and stop me. Yeah, but and I've, I've seen a lot of people say that oh, nobody's doubted him all season. Nobody had actually written off, but that is not true because oh, we spoke about it on here, didn't we? That yeah, oh, what a dreadful week. season! It, yeah, or oh, a dreadful season. We're only going to be the two seed. <laughs> but but that is what it was like, wasn't it? People were writing him off all season, and yeah, I, lo- I do think maybe like oh how we're such a big underdog, blah de blah. Maybe it was a bit overplayed, but it was one comment straight after the game. I think people take a bit too much from some of those things, can't they? <laughs> like was yeah. it Bart Scott the other year? Like can't wait or whatever that one. Like it's just someone pumped up after a game, a big game they just won. Like it's. I'm yeah, all for it. Excitement. I don't want my players to be robots. I want my players to be real humans and be excited about things and get pissed off with things and all that sort of stuff. But he also gets criticised for doing the opposite, doesn't he? For yeah. being a bit boring sometimes. So <laughs> I think it's one of them. I think no matter what he does, he's going to get moaned at by some people. So Yeah, no, I think you're fair. Um, we're kind of done, but we've... This is a really super short podcast if we are done at this point. So let's, we joked about it earlier, but let's have a look at the uh, Pro Bowl rosters, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, sounds super exciting, Dave. I saw Mitch Trubisky got called up, so yeah. they've got about 15 quarterbacks in in the NFC, so <laughs> uh, that's good. Yes, so the the AFC quarterbacks currently, uh, Pat Mahomes, Philip Rivers, Tom Brady, Andrew Luck, and Deshaun Watson are all there now. Um, so Luck is in as a replacement for Rivers and Watson is in as a replacement for Tom Brady because obviously Brady's going to be a bit busy 
Um, yeah. They've uh, Lamar Miller has somehow made it. He's a sub for Philip Lindsay. Does that mean like some other people in between turned it down? Because surely he wasn't like number four on the voting. <laughs> they must have, yeah. Because I mean, Lamar Miller had an all right season, but Joe Mixon's in the AFC, isn't he? Yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't get that one. <laughs> <laughs> Lamar Miller's the, the first person to go to. Um, I mean, this is really like uninformed because I've paid almost close to no attention to this Pro Bowl <laughs> roster. So I'm sort of learning as we're learning here. So this is good. So I think now uh, JJ Watt and Miles Garrett are both out. Um, Calais Campbell is in. And I think Melvin Ingram is in as well, in replacement, the replacement for those two guys. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that, that seems like a, a good choice, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, I think I think both of them deserve it, probably. Jadavion Clowney's out. TJ Watt is in. Yeah, it, well, he had a good you? season. Yeah. I yeah, I think, um, I think that's fair enough. I can understand Clowney not wanting to play. He's, he's a free agent, isn't he? Yeah. If he gets a not, tw- twisted ankle and just breaks his ankle, then he's done, isn't he? Yeah, there's not a lot to gain for <laughs> someone like Clowney, is there? No. Uh, Chris Harris Jr. makes it, even though he's, I thought, I'm pretty sure he was injured. Yeah, I thought he was injured. He was definitely injured at the end of the season, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, I know. Some, actually, someone is in for Chris Harris Jr. I can't make it out. Maybe Denzel Ward. Sounds about right. Oh, probably. Don't know that. <laughs> um, NFC quarterbacks. Uh, Drew Brees, Jared Goff, Aaron Rodgers, Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. I mean, how mm. Russell Wilson has made this. Is... I, think Russell, I think Russell Wilson was an alternate, wasn't he, before Trubisky? He must have turned this down. Cause, yeah, yeah I, think, I think he was an alternate and then... I think Trubisky's an alternate for him. Yeah, yeah. Trubisky's in for Goff. Um, uh, will, will Rogers be there? Because I don't, I don't imagine Breeze will be there either. Really. Yeah, Breeze. Well, Goff won't be there for sure, will he? Well, obviously not. He's at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine. I imagine Breeze wouldn't go, would he? But I don't know, maybe he has. Trubisky, Again. Aaron Rodgers, the uh, starting quarterbacks for the NFC. Yeah. Weird. What? What a game. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's got less and less meaning every year, hasn't it? This, isn't it? The, uh, the Pro Bowl. Yeah, it, it can't be too too long before they're just kill it, uh, calling it a day. Cause... It's in Orlando now as well. Like you haven't even got the Hawaii kind of appeal. Yeah. There's, I mean, I get it. Like if you're a young player, I think it's probably a good thing and yeah, like quite fun making it in his rookie year. Good for him. I imagine for some of these players, it's quite a fun experience just going down there basically like a, an end of season party I imagine but yeah I've uh, have you ever read Rich Eisen's book he starts that by talking about uh, being at a pro bowl and just it's everyone's just having fun basically yeah and I can get it from that side of things but I don't think it'll be too long until it's just uh, like an honour like uh, all pro where mm. yeah it's just a thing that they are a pro bowler but they don't actually play in the pro bowl because I mean, who? It, I I don't know anyone who's watching it. <laughs> I think I think I used to watch it in the very early days as a fan, but once you realise that it is just a, well, it's not even as good as a preseason game, is it? No, <laughs> it's even uh, less defence played than in preseason. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not great. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't literally don't even know what time it's on. I'm I'm, I'm assuming it's on Sunday, but no idea what time. Well, I assume because it's in Orlando, it's probably been brought forward a little bit, has it? Because it used to be on at like for uh, us yeah. about two in the morning or something. Night, yeah. Yeah, so it might it might be that it's at more of a, a normal time, so I might catch a little bit of it, but I mean, I wouldn't bet on it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, 
so that is pretty much it. We will, of course, be back next week with our Pro Bowl recap. <laughs> um, down all the plays from the yeah that, that's a big and... that's a big story for next week isn't it <laughs> the pro bowl yeah um we will of course preview in the super bowl um, oh i forgot we should maybe try and find a rams fan <laughs> yeah to even it up is that what you're saying yeah just to give the count the counter arguments because we both hate the rams well i hate the rams yeah. and you want the patriots to win so yeah we yeah a rams fan. yeah if the rams are playing anyone else i'd probably be rooting for the rams to be fair but yeah <laughs> I definitely wouldn't. So if there's any Rams fans <laughs> out there listening and want to come and join us next week, all you need is a good mic and a decent Skype connection. Uh, let us know. Hit us up on Twitter. Where can they uh, do that, Dave? Uh, so on Twitter, we're uh, at first and ten underscore, and uh, on Facebook, we're first and ten. And uh, we still got competitions running on there. So if you if you go on to uh, first and ten uk, there's a post on there about how you can enter and all the different things you can do to uh, enter that. There you go. Your best chance of winning is, of course, to get on um, iTunes. And leave us yeah. a review on there, which we've had a couple of new reviews this week. Yeah, which is uh, which is nice. Well, yeah. it's nice to get them in because I mean, you've you got a fifty-fifty chance now of winning if you the iTunes uh, reviewers. Yeah, and I, that is a big part of how the uh, like Apple podcast charts work, isn't it? The uh, reviews, and all that. So yeah, it does make a difference to us. Oh, we've had three reviews. Three reviews three. on iTunes. We're flying. Lovely job. Yeah. Um, so yeah, keep them coming. That is your best chance uh, to win um, a, a, a beanie hat of your choice. Yeah, and you know it's absolutely freezing these exactly. last few days. Who doesn't so. want one of them. Yeah, <laughs> I've literally not taken you, one these, off for three days. These new era ones are like the warmest hats you'll buy, really. So they're so thick, aren't they? Yeah, they they are lovely. So yeah, you definitely want to get one of them. Yeah, so. get, that. get on there. Give us a rate and, and review. Um, you can just rate us, but we won't see your name. So you need to leave a little review as well. It could be as little as five words. That's that's all we need, basically. Um, if you are a Rams fan, yeah, make sure you get in touch with us because I, I kind of we, we need to balance this out next week. Otherwise, it's just going to be an hour of us talking about how much we want the Patriots to win. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. And also, if you're a college football guy, um, get in touch with us. We've had a few people say they uh, they know the, the college game. We want to do some college stuff for the draft, don't we? We want to get some yeah. kind of inside information on who these top 10 players are going to be, really. Yeah, so, yeah, get in touch. So, if you want to get involved in any way, just get in touch with us, because I'm sure we can work something out. Yeah. We've got a long off-season and a lot of stuff to do, and so you're always, always happy to have more people involved and Definitely, we're up for doing anything, really, aren't we, in the off-season? Yeah. So yeah, get in touch with us on all our social medias. You can find me on Twitter at RossBell1984 and David on Twitter at... Um, I'm at DJG23. There you go. Uh, so until next week, um, when we're previewing the Super Bowl, and that is the end of the season, effectively. can't believe it. It's going to be sad. Um, yeah. yeah. We've, we've almost had a full season. Scott Hansen tweeted that only 33 Sundays till Red Zone's back. Wow. Just, just 33 Canada. Sundays. <laughs> It is weird that when that Super Bowl has gone by, it's like, oh, what do I do on a Sunday? Yeah, I don't know what, what, do I, do I, don't what I used to do. There's more There's more weeks in a year without NFL, but it feels like all the weeks in between are just a drag. Yeah, just it's, waiting uh, for Super Bowl Sunday, or Super yeah. Bowl, waiting for the season to start. Waiting for the waiting for the fancy draft and waiting for the season to start. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's depressing. Just wishing the summer it. away. <laughs> yeah. But we will, Come be on. Back. we will be back next week. Uh, so until then, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Dave. Bye. I'll speak to you next week.